Welcome to the new My Football Club podcast. Hello and welcome to the new My Football Club podcast. I'm your host, Augustine Sasso. You can email me at augustine.sasso at myfootballclub.co.uk. First of all, happy holidays and a Merry Christmas to all. I've got a short, fun show for you today. I spoke to Charles last week, and we discussed the Hayes and Yetting win, but we were very pessimistic that the Staines game was going to go on. Sure enough, it was postponed. And Charles and I had a laugh at the possibility that the Maidstone game on Tuesday was going to be played. It wasn't. So another week off for the lads. Here then is a little chat. Again, more about the weather than football. Uh, yeah, let's so, do it. All right, all right. Well, um, I guess the first thing is a recap of um, uh, last Saturday's game against Hayes and Yetting. Um, I saw a, a, a second goal by uh, Callum Willick, and uh, I thought it was fantastic. He was on the ground, and uh, I guess he just tipped it in. But um, it was a great game, you know, to get back after, uh, I guess, two weeks off. Uh, what was your take on that game? Well, it had a number of um, pleasing factors. Uh, the first one being that the guys didn't show any rustiness at all. Um, they maybe started a little slowly, but they, they soon got into the groove and um, they really put haste to the sword and uh, did a very, very thorough professional job. But of course, Hayes are a Blue Square Premier side and last season they'd um, beaten the fleet home and away in the league. Um, so they were superior to us and certainly when we played them. So it was a, a very satisfying uh, performance and a result against a more senior team uh, that we've not overcome in the past mm-hmm. and um, you really wouldn't have known that we were a division below them. Uh, on the day we played extremely well. Um, Hayes got one or two very experienced players including uh, Jamie Hand and Peter Holmes who both played for the fleet and uh, they, they tried to get Hayes moving but they didn't really seem to click and um, we took full advantage of that and uh, we've, we had players like Ram Marwa who was in the middle of the mix in midfield um, breaking up what they were trying to do but all credit to uh, Peter Holmes he strode forward and put them in the lead uh, with an excellent goal uh, from midfield uh, but then we showed character, determination and a, no little quality uh, to come back and win the game and in the end, it was a comfortable 3-1 scoreline. And, uh, and Callum Willock grabbed two very good goals. As you say, one of them was when he was on the floor. He, played, he spent most of his time with his back to goal. And on this occasion, he was not only back to goal, but he was on the floor as well. Still managed to put the ball in the net. Uh, plus, there was a very good um, leveller from Joe Howe from the edge of the box. And, uh, you know, the fleet have only brought one player in during the season. Uh, since we uh, we got our fixtures underway, and that is Joe Howe, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's proving to be a very capable and important member of the squad. 
So all in all, a very pleasing performance, and uh, and it puts the fleet in the hat um, for the next round, and it's going to be a tie away to Droulsden, who they did play home and away in the uh, Blue Square Premier when uh, both sides were in that a couple of seasons ago. Mm. And um, Droulsden means the fleet have got a long, long, long away trip up to East Manchester. Um, they could have had uh, more local encounters, but it uh, wasn't to be. So they've got a long away trip to look forward to, but um, hey, uh, as Ram Marwa told me after the game, we fear no one. Boy, <laughs> I think that, um, that definitely describes them now, and especially a road game. Um, I was uh, I was following the uh, the FA Cup game, uh, Droylsden against Leighton Orient, and so that was a wild game where they were ahead at one point, and then Leighton Orient scores six goals in in extra time, um, you know, the the additional time. So uh, that you know that that must have been a um, a really great match and a really great test. Uh, I really don't know what happened there. I didn't uh, see that game, but I read the reports about it. And um, I think uh, Orient were determined to get something out of that game. And uh, they really switched it on in extra time. But uh, Droulsden, you know, they're, they're going okay in their league. Um, they're, they're in a similar position to the way uh, the fleet are going in, in the Blue Square South. And uh, it, it could be a, a pretty tight encounter up there, but, uh, you know, I, as, as I've said before, you know, one of the things that marks the fleet out this season is the degree of professionalism they show in their preparation and their approach to games, which, you know, Liam is continuing to approach games in exactly the same way as he did in the Blue Square Prem. And uh, they'll carry that into the tight draws them. And I, I, you know, it's a long journey. That's the worst part of it. But I don't have any um, trepidation about that trip at all. Um, you know, we'll treat them with respect. But as you say, uh, any game on the road, you, you know, the fleet this season, uh, they're unbeaten on their travels so far. Mm -hmm. And you've got to fancy their chances. So bring it on. Yep. That's what I say. Well, um, on to tomorrow's game. Uh, I'm assuming that game is still on against Staines. Well, that's a very good point. I spoke to um, uh, the, uh, the Staines um, commercial manager this afternoon, and she was telling me that uh, from her office she could look out onto you know, perfect pitch, blue sky, everything's hunky-dory. But, you know, I've just um, been out and uh, just returned home, and the roads around here in North Kent are like sheet ice. The temperature is uh, between 4 and 5 degrees below zero. Wow. And we're told that the snow is going to um, start to come our way tomorrow morning. Now, um, the lady at the Staines told me that there's going to be a pitch inspection around about 10.30. Now, maybe the snow's not arrived by then, in which case they say, no, the conditions are perfect. The fleet could travel, and then they could arrive and find themselves in a blizzard. So it's going to be a very, very interesting morning. Um, and, you know, I urge all fleet fans to uh, stand by their um, fleet forum access, uh, to have their mobiles ready, and uh, to spread the word if the game is cancelled, because 
um, from all the uh, announcements on TV and radio this evening, it seems that the next 48 hours we're going to see an awful lot of snow, uh, certainly in these parts, and it's coming up from the west of England, and of course Staines is about uh, 60 miles west of here, uh, so they could get it before we do. So the game may or may not be on. Hmm. Well, um, in case it is on, uh, we can talk a little bit about the team. Uh, you know, they're uh, mid-table. Um, I don't know much about them. I, I actually didn't look them up on the on their website. Um, well, as you say, they are about mid-table. They're a little bit below the fleet, but of course the fleet have now got some games in hand, uh, having had fixtures cancelled because of their FA Cup run and uh, indeed the weather's claimed a couple of games too. Um, so they're up there around about the uh, same position as the fleet. Uh, they came to Stonebridge Road and they got a, a, a draw uh, very early in the season. And it seems that their um, results so far have been characterised by an awful lot of draws, um, both home and away. Um, so they're something of a draw specialist with not as many wins as I'm sure their manager, Steve Calderoy, uh, would like. Uh, because if they could have turned some of those draws into wins, they'd be certainly in the playoff places by now. Um, but, you know, they've got aspirations. They've got uh, a tight squad. Uh, I think they've still got Ali Shaban, who was the man who scored the goal uh, that gave them the point at Stonebridge Road. And a very good goal it was, too. Uh, I distinctly remember that one. Um, he ripped through the centre of the fleet defence rather like Peter Holmes did last week. Uh, and that's something that um, has been a rarity um, for Fleet fans to watch because Peter, um, sorry, Paul Lorraine and uh, his partner now, uh, Clint Easton, and before that, um, Dean Pooley, uh, they weren't letting anybody get through. But uh, certainly Ali Shaban got between Pooley and Lorraine um, early in the season. And uh, I would imagine that uh, Liam would be keen uh, to tighten the defence to not allow that to happen again tomorrow. And um, I know that the lads were training last night. The conditions here were pretty uh, pretty grim uh, weather-wise, but uh, they were training at Stonebridge Road last night. And uh, I'm sure the plans were in place uh, to shut that door uh, on the Staines attack and at the same time find some gaps at the back to exploit. Right, right, I agree, I agree. Um, well, uh, we can maybe move ahead to Tuesday's game, which I guess now... <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got, to, I've got to laugh at even the prospect of it, because if we get the snow that's predicted, uh, one of two things are going to happen. It's either going to freeze and it's going to stick around for a while, and they're telling us the big freeze is likely to continue, or it's going to thaw and there's going to be an awful lot of um, uh, water uh, floating around um, as the snow dissipates down the drain. Well, Maidstone play their games at Ashford Town's ground, Homeland, in East Kent, and it is notorious for having games cancelled because the pitch is, is generally under water, under snow, under ice, or some other freak of nature, and in the past, there's probably experienced more cancelled matches or more postponed games than any other club in the county. So if we do get this heavy uh, downpour of snow this weekend, 
I would think the chances of that game going ahead are slender. Um, as much as we'd all like to have a game against Andy Ford, our former manager, who's now in charge of Maidstone, uh, I think you know the prospect of it taking place at uh, Ashford may be slim if this weather closes in. And it, it does beg the question, you know, should the Kent Senior Cup be arranged in a different way? And, and I've often been a proponent of having the early rounds of the Kent Senior Cup played in a kind of um, group system and maybe have four groups, north, south, east, west, or, or something along those lines, and have a pre-season tournament with just the semi-finals in the, in the, in the middle of the season and the final at the end of the season. And, for instance, if you had that, you could have a, a pre-season kind of mini-league um, that you know, players could uh, be allowed to feature even if they're trialists, for instance. And it could have you know, games like the Fleet against Tunbridge or Bromley or whatever um, as Kent Senior Cup games, but also pre-season games when the weather's good. So I think it may be something that the Kent Senior Cup organising committee might need to look at because the allure of the Kent Senior Cup has diminished um, over the last few years because sides have put out weakened sides, reserve teams. Plus there's also the issue that if a player gets booked or sent off, the penalties are Kent County penalties as opposed to the FA. And you could find players suspended not for three games, but maybe for 35 days. So they're banned for seven weeks, as opposed to you know maybe missing uh, three games if they're shown a straight red card. So you know they need to adjust these things, and then maybe they'll get sides like Gillingham, Millwall, and Charlton showing an interest in coming back into the Kent Senior Cup. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I I would think the maybe the only argument against that is um, that since this would take place in preseason, um, as you say, you're going to have trialists. Uh, maybe it might not be seen as you know, being taken seriously. I, I, I don't know. Uh, because well, how serious is it taken now? Yes. You know, some trucks clearly don't take it seriously. And, you know, it just becomes a distraction and you know it's played at a time in the season when the weather uh, can affect where the games are played yes well um i guess uh you should write them a letter or <laughs> well some dialogue has uh, yeah. has gone on um and as i say i, I think it's uh, possible that <coughs> the new um the new uh, people organising the, uh, uh, the the Kent Football Association may be looking at ways to rejuvenate the competition because it's one that fans like to win. They like a, a cup final to look forward to at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. um, but it's got to be attractive for the clubs to take part in. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And, um, uh, well, you know, hopefully they, they will look at that. Um, and these games will have meaning. You know. That's how so. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, then I guess the only other thing I would like to talk about is, uh, as I mentioned, uh, some of the clubs in the Blue Square South 
they've been playing games while Ebsfleet uh, has been dealing with the cup and the trophy, the FA Cup, FA Trophy. So I see Farnborough up in third place. And I was wondering about that. Uh, we tied them. No, I'm sorry. No, we won. We, we beat them, yes, yes. So do you think um, having a team uh, like Farnborough, which maybe wasn't considered a contender, in the beginning of the season, now in third place, does that put pressure on teams like Chelmsford, Dover, Ebsfleet, and um, Welling? Because they're the, the contenders. I mean, uh, I guess Chelmsford has put money in the club. They were there last year, I think, to the end. Uh, so uh, just what do you think about that, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, Farnborough have come up, um, they were in the Zamoretto League last year, they've come up and um, they're, they're doing well now. They, they stumbled and fumbled a little bit at the start of the season, mm-hmm. um, but they're finding their stride now. Um, and good for them, that's, that's great news. Um, but uh, I, I would much rather be in the fleet position at the moment, although we don't want to find ourselves falling too many games behind. Um, because this, uh, this football business... You know, over a season, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And it's all about where you finish and not where you are at Christmas. Um, although, you know, you'd rather be at the top of the league than at the bottom at this time of year. Um, I think the fleet handily placed. I think Farmer have moved into contention. But, you know, there are some big guns in this league that you mentioned, such as Chelmsford. You know, they've been around a long time. Uh, they've been a major force in non-league football for a long time. Uh, they've, they've struggled, they've been out of the town, they're back in the town now, they're, they're building and building, they've got a huge fan base, big following, and I think there's every chance that Chelmsford will be one of the sides in the playoffs at the end of the season. You know, you've got Woking, I'm sure that Woking are going to get stronger. Um, you know, they're a, a club with uh, pedigree uh, in the Blue Square Premier previously. Um, Farnborough, you know, they themselves, you know, they were playing in the higher division not so long ago uh, and, and were a major force in non-league football. You know, but, you know, finances obviously affect all the clubs. I don't know what the state of finances are at Farnborough. Maybe they're, they're just beginning to find that things are becoming easier for them and maybe they can bring players in. But, uh, you know, I think this time of year we, we've got to take a snapshot when we come out of the Christmas games. You know, the fleet themselves have got... Lewis on Boxing Day, then they've got the home game with Dartford. Uh, tickets are on sale now, folks, although it's not all ticket, but you'll certainly get through the turnstiles a lot quicker if you've got a ticket. Um, and then um, I, I think there's a trip over to uh, Essex to Braintree um, over New Year's. Um, now, when we've played those fixtures, I think we want to sit down and take stock of what the league looks like. And, and it'll start to settle down into a pattern and I think the sides that are in the top six places are the ones that are going to duke it out at the top of the league. You know, somebody may come through, like a Farnborough, um, just as somebody may drop like a stone and go into the relegation dogfight. But I think we'll have a much clearer idea once we get this busy period of Christmas games out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, um, 
Hopefully there's a game tomorrow we can talk about that next week. Well, next week, of course, um, this time next week it'll be uh, Christmas Eve. And uh, just in case we, we don't speak for any reason, if you're out feeding the reindeer <laughs> or I'm, I'm out trying to shin down uh, chimney pots, uh, just like to wish you and your family and uh, all your uh, followers um, a very happy Christmas, great festive season. Hope it's safe for everybody and look forward to a prosperous 2011. And I hope everybody gets what they wish for, whatever that may be. Thank you, Charles. And good health to everybody. Yes, thank you and same wishes to you and yours. Um, all right, then. Um, I'm not going to resort to singing you a Christmas carol, though. Okay, leave the singing to me. You'll have to forego <laughs> that pleasure, but I'm sure you can take up the flag. Yes. All right, Charles, till next time, then. Uh, I'll go up and resume my position as the fairy on top of the Christmas tree. Okay, yes. I'll talk to you. Take care. See you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you again, Charles. Now, uh, something I've been thinking about. As you know, I'm an amateur at the interview process. And sometimes, after Charles makes a good point, I just don't have a follow-up. You know, it may only be a pause that you hear, but uh, that may last a second, but on the radio, it's just an eternity. So I was thinking that I needed to practice some quick responses, uh, you know, to keep it lively. So uh, here are some of the phrases that I could use to you know, help keep the conversation going, you know, after Charles <clears throat> tells a great story or, uh, you know, makes a great point. And I'm not just sitting there um, in awe or in silence. So here are some of the phrases I was going to practice. Uh, wow, that was fantastic. You don't say. Really. Amazing. Can you beat that? segment I've been meaning to, to have. Proposals and votes. Now this actually means that I have to read something and understand it and not just blindly say yes to it. You know, the reading is easy, but I could be a hopeless case in the understanding part. We've got three proposals going on right now that are live. Uh, the first one is the Facebook advertising proposal. The deadline for that proposal is Monday the 27th at 11.26. GMT. This is uh, straight from the text. The Facebook advertising proposal. The society should set aside a budget for 2011 to enable a constant advertising campaign in an attempt to continue the growth of MyFC on the social network site Facebook. Okay. Proposal number two. Uh, this is the Big Spring and MyFC support period. Deadline is Monday, August 27th at 1 p.m. or 13 o'clock GMT. So in brief, this proposal is about extending the Big Spring support for the website. Uh, we've got pros and cons. You know, there's unfinished work that needs to be done, but also not making the same mistakes that we've made in the past uh, with the website. The final proposal is the MyFC Marketing Pack. The deadline for that is Wednesday the 29th at 12.30 p.m. 
This is all about creating a small marketing pack that members can use to promote the society, to, to give away and such. So there you go. Go to the website. Uh, <clears throat> this should be up. This podcast should be up today, Christmas Eve. So you'll still have a couple of days to uh, go and second those proposals, if you wish. Now, um, I try to keep this podcast controversy-free. But I almost always second a proposal, even if it's something I don't agree with. And, it's, and if it's something I'll vote against uh, later. My thinking is that a proposal should get heard. Um, you know, that this is just my personal opinion, and it's something that I learned while I was a union delegate, that even though I wouldn't necessarily agree with something, um, it should come out and, and be heard. And, you know, don't forget, if you're enjoying the MyFC experience, tell your friends and family. Go to MyFC trial for a free 30-day trial. Now, there's uh, not much going on with the youths and the ladies, but hopefully we'll get some action over the weekend. On to Lewis and then Dartford. Uh, I should be talking to Lord Charles right after the Dartford game. Now, I know he's a professional, uh, but if we lose that game, I don't know what that interview is going to be like. Uh, one more thing. This has been a fantastic season so far. We've had an excellent cup run. The trophy run has just begun. There's no Stevenage anywhere in the pool, so there's no one we can't beat. In addition, we had a 15-game unbeaten streak. We've already had three or four of the best games in years. We had the 0-0 at Wimbledon, followed by a classic that was the 4-0 dismantling of Welling at home, a rough tie at Maidenhead, and then minutes away from a win against Wimbledon at home. Uh, and then, after that, another dismantling, this time Bromley, and then uh, shaking the rust off, beating Hayes and Yetting. Uh, I, I, I was just thinking, maybe we're forgetting the magnitude of all of this. Right. Last year it took a whole season, but we had a few massive wins. I mean, you know, the Luton game, that um, top of my head, uh, maybe one of the only great memories. Um, no, we had some other... You know, important wins, but uh, this year, I'd say we, we had at least four classic wins, and we're not even done. Wow, that was fantastic. Amazing. Can you beat that? All right, well, before I go, remember those websites, myfootballclub.co.uk, ebsfleetunited.co.uk, on Facebook, facebook.com, backslash my football club and on Twitter, twitter.com backslash my football club. Until next time, this is your humble narrator signing off. Up the fleet.
Peace.